We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. It feels like Miami. Miami, Miami. Miami, Miami. Miami, Miami. Miami. Welcome, welcome to the EP Podcast. I'm your host, Carlo Dallas, and with me today, all here on twitch.tv slash MIEP if you're watching us live or if you're listening to the pod, you want to get on in on this live, you can always come to our Twitch page. Every single day, we are posting uh, something to Twitch. We're live, either pregame show, hangover time, our postgame show, the Miami Heapy Podcast, like you're listening to right now live. So we've got all sorts of offerings here on the Twitch page. So if you're a pod only listener, and you want to stop by, come join us. Or if you want to catch the VODs are all on YouTube, everything that we do is except for the pregame show. Cause we don't want to date ourselves, uh, goes on our, uh, YouTube account. So check us out. Miami heat beat on YouTube. Uh, but joining me today, the great Siobhan at the bottom of the screen. What's up, Siobhan? What's up, G? Hey, Moose. What's up, guys? Good day. Happy March. Good day. Uh, it's Happy been, March. Uh, yes. 13, 13 months of March. So, you know, that, that's cool. It's, <laughs> First time ever, really. I mean, we're a stat-heavy <laughs> show here, but yeah, that's uh, that's the first coordinate ESPN stats and info. Uh, on the left of the screen, the moose himself. What's Alex going Moose. on, people? How's everyone doing? I, I know it's not hangover time, but who doesn't need a drink after after work on a Monday? So drip drop. You, you want to hit us with it on MHB? You, oh, wanna, you, you want the full thing? The you want the full thing? I'm gonna, I want I'm gonna the give you one time for Miami Heat beat drip drop. <laughs> Woo! Yes, and moves. by the way. We have uh, fantastic. We have merch now, by the way. So if, if you haven't seen, check us out shop.miamiheatbeat.com. Yep. We have drip drop merch with yep. Siobhan Get the drip drop shirt. Shout out to the fashion designer Siobhan who designed our drip drop shirt. She um, killed it on the logo, by the way. Like I'm obsessed with it. Thank you so much. I'm glad people like it. I hope people like it. 
Yeah. Flying off the shelves. Uh, so check out. We have Drip Drop. We have Hangover Time merch. Mm-hmm. We have some Heat Beach stuff. Nobody wants that. We have some uh, Trust the Sposes shirts. We got some LSO stuff. George Sedan Award on ESPN. So we have tons of stuff. So check us out. Store.miamihebeat.com. Uh, thanks to Nightbot and chat for bringing that up. So today, uh, it's a good day. Without Jimmy Butler, they get a win against the Hawks, which is good because when they don't have Jimmy Butler, they look bad. I don't even—I don't even think they look that bad. They had a—they had a seven-minute stretch where it looked like they forgot how to play basketball, but it's okay. Double-digit win—that's what you want. Mm-hmm. I want to bump up that uh, point differential. You want to get yourself in a good position, get, save your legs late. Uh, Siobhan, I want to start with you because their conversation on Twitter today, particularly with me, has been uh, George Sedano of ESPN, friend of the show, yelling at me because uh, I called. Kendrick Nunn out uh, earlier in the season. And I've been a, I've been a big Kendrick Nunn critic. I, like, let's, I'm not going to not call a spade a spade. Like, I'm, I'm hard on the guy, and I, I don't particularly always like his game. Uh, but the dude has been flat out balling. He's mm-hmm. been amazing. He's been, a, he's been, outside of Jimmy and Bam, he's been the reason why they're winning. He's been their comfortably third best player in the best stretch right. of their season. And even going back to last season, I don't think they had a regular season stretch like this. Like last season, yeah. the regular season wasn't great for them. So we have Kendrick playing well, and I called him out earlier. And Sedano's in my mentions, uh, kind of being like, kind of bringing back my old takes and and like throwing it in my face. And Siobhan, we were talking pre-show, like if a dude's not playing well, we're not gonna wave pom poms and be like he'll figure it out. Like the dude, I called him unplayable, and I said maybe hyperbolically he's not an NBA player. And at the time, I didn't think he was. Right. <laughs> maybe like, hyperbolically. Maybe hyperbolically. But no, on, on most of that year, you're absolutely right. Like you gotta be able to um be present with what this team is giving you presently. Like it I think it kind of ties back to the larger point of, you know, what we were trying to prognosticate we would look like when healthy or not healthy and you know, all of that type of stuff. But at the time, you know, you do have to be objective and 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 call what is happening, you know, like you see it. And Kendrick had a rough stretch. Um, and, and we got to be able to talk about it. Tyler's had rough stretches. We've had uh, shout out Alf, you know, has, has ripped Bam when he's had rough stretches. So it's not like, um, it's not any intentional, you know, any extra malice to just hammer in on Kendrick. But in that same breath, you do have to big up him, like you said. Um, Jimmy Bam aside, it's 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 not Tyler right now that's that third that third guy. It's it's Kendrick. Um and again, you know, that's important to say. And when he is playing well, he allows he is one of the pieces of depth that also allow like things to work the way they're supposed to. Typically your depth doesn't really matter unless you know your superstars are playing well. He is one that allows you to be deep while letting your superstars do what they do because they are freer um, and workload. So, and he, you know, keeps Tyler on the bench, keeps going on the bench. So, you know, we called it out when it was happening. He was playing bad, but he's been balling. So we'll call that out too. Yeah. I love chats calling me Mr. Negativity. Uh, <laughs> I, I, we, I got that a lot. And like somebody tweeted, cause, um, Moose, like, there was a point in that game where, you know, Jimmy's obviously not playing. Goran was on the bench, and I think Nunn was on the bench, too. And Bam went a whole third quarter without scoring. And I tweeted out, I was like, yo, you're missing your superstar player. You are the max guy, and you go a quarter without scoring when they're taking it to your ass. 
And I just tweeted out, that shit's unacceptable. I'm sorry. And everyone's like, no, oh, whoever runs a heatbeat account hates Bam. I was like, Doug, I was I was saying Bam's a top 10 player. I said Dave, I said Bam was better than Damian Lillard. I will I'm on record of saying that. But that's but that's like not. the world that we live in now. It's like you have to choose an extreme. You're either all in on a guy or you're all out, you know? So <laughs> it's it's really weird that like they're they're professionals. They get paid. And yeah, exactly. They're getting paid to play a game, right? But you get paid to do a job. If you're not doing well at your job, you're going to get called out for it. Same thing here. It just happens to be a basketball game. And that yeah. doesn't mean that we're not rooting for them. It's fucking heat beat podcast. The Miami <laughs> heat being good is great for our brand. We want that. But, you know, we're going to call a spade a spade and tell you what's going on. What we see in front of us with Kendrick at times was bad. With Tyler, my guy, Drip Drop, at times, was bad. Yeah. Bam, sometimes, not aggressive. Yeah. That's bad. And, you know, it is what it is. Doesn't mean we're Jimmy not going to root for the guy. Shit, last yeah. year last year when we all had issue with, with uh, Jimmy not being aggressive enough, the fan base was fucking vocal about that. So, you know, we're, it's, it's, not a, it's not, you know, pick this one guy and, and hammer it in. Do you think it's because, like, I guess we're kind of marketed as more fans than analysts so I, you think people come to us for a different kind of coverage and then if we're like a little hard on a player it's like how dare you hurt my son that's stupid i think it's stupid but like we, i'm wondering where is this coming from because like, if we were looked at as more fans than analysts then it would make more sense that fans can just feel how they want to feel right i feel like the only player that you're allowed to be mad at is kelly olenic which is a player that i think most of us are not mad at <laughs> like, I mean, he is what he is like, like it's, it's, I'm getting what I expect out of Kelly, you know, and I'm not complaining about it. I mean, I wish it was better, but he is what he is. In the words <laughs> of Tiffany know? Meeks, he all we got. <laughs> <laughs> that shit bothers me because it's like people. So like, you know, sometimes people add like the heat beat account to like these like my, like giant like heat group chat. Shout out to heaters versus the world. But like, you know, people in there are like talking shit about KO and they're like, oh, but, you know, he thinks like, you know, he's irreplaceable. I was like, I never said that. I was like, let's chill. Like, uh, we have never said said that. that? Who said that? (laughs) Not even like and they're like, no, no, G loves them. Like, G thinks that they're fine with them. And Siobhan, what haven't I said that like their biggest need is power forward like the whole season? Yeah. Especially like, if he's not going to do the thing that makes him unique, which is knocking down shots, which he hasn't been doing at, a, you know, an efficient clip. So I don't know who said we were straight there. Nobody. We just say it's like, at least I do. I'm like, hey, listen, they're better when he's on the floor. Like I look yeah. at all their lineups and they're better. And I watch right. and I rewatch the games and I was like, OK, film checks out like he's good. Like he helps them. He's, you know. I think that eventually, if the shot doesn't fall, I think teams are going to be like, okay, we're just not going to guard him, which that's going to be the problem, right? Because as of right now, they're still respecting him as a shooter. Uh, eventually, you know, somebody, you know, it's funny because like, I, I always think of, um, I forgot which, oh, it was, uh, it was Mike Malone and uh, it was against the Houston Rockets and the Houston Rockets decided that they were going to trap Harden as soon as he crossed half court. Like literally, they weren't waiting for him to get in pick and roll. They were sending the guy immediately. Mm-hmm. And that started a trend. Mm-hmm. It just takes one coach to be like, you know what? We're going to do this. Mm-hmm. And then everyone's like, hmm, you're right. Let's do that. <laughs> and for KO, like there, he, he's not, I'm not comparing him to Draymond Green. Like, please do not, nobody think I'm doing it. But Easy. Kelly, like Draymond, <laughs> really straddles the line of how much can you contribute while shooting like utter garbage. And that's the line. Like he's right mm-hmm. at that line. 
because uh, he still helps them. Yeah, he's, he's closer. Not... He's closer to that line than than oh, than Draymond is. <laughs> First, no, like, I want to be clear. I want to be clear. Okay. Like, like I, I understand. He is he is a high a high level, high usage utility type of guy. Um, and I, and I think what we've been seeing also, right? We've been seeing a little bit more diversification uh, in the offense. Guys have been cutting. Um, you know, we're not relying as heavily on the dribble handouts. I don't know which game it was um, in the streak a little earlier. Uh, we didn't shoot well from three, but we still, you know, are finding other ways um, to be efficient and to get guys going when they're not hitting from outside. You saw, you I mean, saw like, a lot of that in the Utah game. Yeah. A lot of the cutting in the Utah game. Yep. And I think that was the difference maker, to your point. <laughs> These motherfuckers in chat, Schmitten is saying... Uh, G, uh, Miami Heat because Olenek the next Draymond Green send that to the aggregators oh. <laughs> I saw this force man just, we've been aggregated before it's not fun the out of context stuff is never fun it's, it's fun for a little bit and then it gets old um, <laughs> Kendrick so kind of kind of looping back to the Kendrick conversation like he's a guy that they're giving him exactly what they need I, I, like I, I've called it a lot of bailout plays like he'll give him a bailout spot up three that's not entirely open that it's it's with a guy contesting, and he doesn't have the quickest release, and he is small, mm-hmm. uh, but he's hitting him right, mm-hmm. and, and I and I, he's he's squared up, he's ready. Uh, he gives him a lot of those little bailout floaters, which is a great move to have in your in your toolkit. Yeah, like, it is. It's it's just because I mean, other than Goron, because Jimmy doesn't really have it. You know, I think yeah. Bams is a little hit or miss for me, but like Kendricks is like, and, and Tyler's is a little hit or miss. Kendricks is like legit rebel. Mm-hmm. So you you have a guy that gives you kind of these bailout plays, but. If he's not hitting that three, all of a sudden we've seen what the offense looks like. Cause he, I think part of it is he's not like fishing for the pull up as much, which that's been his bread and butter. Um, but like Siobhan, if that three doesn't fall, like how, how much can they, de- cause I don't want, I don't look at Kendrick as like a long term guy that they can depend on the season. I'm like, oh, this has found money. But I don't know if looking ahead. Okay, well, we have our fourth score solved. Like I don't, I don't look at him that way. So you either you either hope that he is your fourth score. You, um, you being the organization, you being Spo, and you being yourself, Kendra. You all have to, you know, find a way to make yourself more of, you know. Um, sorry, my roommate's getting home. You have to find a way to um, make yourself more of a playmaking threat to set up other people. And I don't know that it's fair to necessarily ask him to do that either. So um, you, I don't know, you, you, you let him figure it out how he can contribute scoring, you move him. Um, But I think, you know, right now he is giving you what you need. Um, He is, you know, like you said, he, he's giving you what you need, especially when he's um, hitting that shot. So I don't know. He's nearly 50, 40, 90 in the month of February, uh, That's... 48, almost 49% from, from the field, 43 from three, 95 from the line, uh, not getting to the line a ton, which to me, you know, for Moose, for a guy like that, who has a lot of zip, he's very quick. Um, he gets his spots. It's kind of weird that he just doesn't get to the rim as much as he does. And I think he has at times, I mean, it's ten, it tends to be like on a scramble where it's uncontested, but. That to me is a concerning thing. And I don't want to be too picky on Kendrick because if the shooting's there and if he has the floater in the bag, that's fine. But I don't know. Like, do you are you with Siobhan or like where where do you stand on that? 
So you actually brought up the importance of the three ball falling for him. And that's absolutely right. Like we, we need him to be able to make that open three consistently to keep the defense honest. However, me personally, when it comes to Kendrick Nunn, I want him to drive to the basket every single time and utilize the floater game, play around the, uh, around the basket. You know, like I want him to just be attacking the defense relentlessly yep. at all costs. Um, I think that's his best skill set. And not only that, that's, that's going to help us get to the line, slow the game down, get the pace back on our side a bit. Cause you know, that's the way that Miami he likes to play ball. Right. Like I think Tyler has been a much better pick and roll player. Cause I think he's just a little more patient. I think Tyler has just a better handle and I think he's a little more comfortable kind of getting to certain spot. Like Tyler's more of a, downhill guy despite like Kendrick gets separation which is the weird thing to me because I'm just like okay well like the the knock on Tyler is Tyler doesn't get separation on drives which is going to limit him Kendrick Nunn's a guy who's okay so he's scoring 0.89 points per possession as a pick and roll ball handler uh, while Tyler's getting a whole point on a pick and roll ball handler right so and and it's you know it's not on a ton of volume but like you kind of want to see that number go up a little bit Um, in reality the Heat don't have a lot of players there good pick and roll ball handlers right I mean, even even goron's at a 90 so i mean i guess that's you could attribute that to like their their sh- kind of shit offensive spacing or whatever but he's been good i don't want to shit on him too much i think that his kind of contributions are, are found money and uh i i just I, we haven't i felt like we haven't talked enough about him on the pod now that you guys on hangover time have but i've been remiss I wouldn't want to. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to catch strays out here saying why. Why is G not talking about Kendrick Nunn enough? What's going on? Why is G such a hater? Um, yeah, no, he's he's been good. Give him the credit and give him the credit for doing it at a time when we desperately needed it most. Yeah. I think Shaban uh, made an excellent point by saying Kendrick Nunn allows us to actually utilize our depth, and by that, like when he's hitting it. Okay, Goran can go back to the bench. Tyler can now play alongside Goran in the second unit. That's going to open things up even more. Like Kendrick Nunn at least being a starter for us, productive, is going to just open things up so much more on us uh, uh, for the entire team. I like I like what Chad's saying, by the way. Shout out to Curtis Hero for giving some tier one subs. Uh, I think it's two. We appreciate you and all the support. Uh, like honestly like guys like the support to us means the world so like any anything you guys do whether it's this patreon buying shirts um watching us uh on any of the platforms listening to the pods yo to quick quick thing please if you're not already subscribed to our youtube channel do that hit subscribe that mean that helps us a lot you don't understand how much that helps us so go over to youtube.com slash miami hippie or my mia hippie subscribe uh subscribe on the pod feed uh, even if you don't listen, give us that sweet, sweet auto download. Uh, you don't know that, that that shit goes a long way. And follow us here on Twitch so you can get alerts and, and know when exactly we go live. So some people in chat, like uh, CH Torres says, none is a good regular season player. So I agree. I think in the playoffs, uh, they don't want to have too many small guards out there because I think they're committed, Shabon, to playing Tyler already and Goron, right? Like if those are, you have two small guards already, plus Duncan, who's a guy who gets hunted. I think adding a third guy into your deeper playoff rotation is tough. And it's going to be interesting when it comes to, because I think Gabe, and you've been a big Gabe person for a while. <laughs> yeah. Like you've been legit, like I on like- the front of the Gabe Vincent's defense is pretty good bandwagon. Yep. And like, if it comes playoff time, unless none is shooting lights out, like he is now, I wouldn't be surprised if, if they give that last guard role to either Avery, if he's good 
or Gabe, considering how how he's like how he's kind of kind of a dog on defense. So you consider Duncan a small? No, I just think he's just like huntable. Yes, like, I don't think huntable. Yes, huntable guys. Okay. Um, so yeah, so in that case, you know, I don't know. You gotta maybe is it some situational things? Is it like what what do we need that game? Do we need Kendrick in that that offensive spark? Do we need you know someone that's gonna kind of you know chest up and get into guys? So. Um, I think if he can maintain it, you know, that's a good problem to have to be able to have both of those options at the disposal is just um, and we've seen, you know, Spo adjust and and kind of switch out the, you know, the weaponry when he feels he needs to. So um, I think it's good that we have, you know, both of those options. If Kendrick can maintain if he can help keep um, or, you know, help allow, you know, the rest of the team to maintain, too. How much do you guys make of and Musa? I want to I want to kind of get in with you because this is your beloved drip drop. <laughs> Tyler has not played for a lot of this win streak, right? So they get the win against the Kings, which whatever the Kings suck, right? They they were in the middle of like their nine game spiral. You get in the Laker game. Tyler gets hurt in the second quarter. They they eke out a win, and then he's pretty much been out until yesterday um, against you know. Uh, a, a team that you know has you know Trey Young and Nikias we did this out. Trey Young doesn't look healthy. I think it was pretty clear. I thought Miami's game plan was really good. We can get into that in a second, but the Heat haven't had to really make the decisions of playing Duncan Robinson and Tyler Hero together, which has just traditionally not been great for them. So it's been either Duncan, it's been like Duncan and Kendrick, right, or or, or Duncan and and Andre, right. Like they they do a lot of things. And I think part of that has helped their defense. I think part of that has been a little bit, I don't know, am I reading too much into it? Or do you just think that like, no, like Tyler and Duncan are fine. And like, this has nothing, this has nothing to do with this. Uh, I think it's a little bit of both, but I, I wouldn't flat out say, no, 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 Tyler and Duncan together is fine. I think we've seen enough of it to know that if we can avoid those minutes, let's do it. Yep. The problem is if, if they're both hitting their shots, then, then I'll take it. You know, if they're, nobody's if they're bo- played well at the same time, what's well, and that's what I'm that getting to multiple shooters uh, play well. And that, that's the point that I'm getting to. And, you know, unfortunately that was, well, fortunately for us last year, that was something that we saw consistently that they were both hot in the same night. We haven't had that this uh, this year so far. So um, until that happens, I don't think we're going to see them on the court together. And I think Spo knows exactly what he's doing. Shout out to Gabe Vincent for getting those minutes. I've been saying it all year. Marquee player. (laughs) (laughs) It's for the best of the team that they are staggered. And it's been that way since Spo decided to do it. It makes you less of a defensive liability at the same time. And it, in my opinion, especially when they are both hitting, it allows you to have a more sustained offensive flow rather than like a quick burst in the end, struggle entirely during the meat of the game and then have to like overcome all of that negative inertia from the middle of the game. Like staggering them allows you to kind of, you know, have a smooth drip until you need to, you know, kick it up and Jimmy has to take smooth drip. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting. Siobhan, yo, Siobhan threw you the lob. She threw you the Goron. Loved it. Goron, what do you call it? Goron school of lob throwing. Oh my God. Please take, please, please can Duncan enroll. He oh has God, so please, many yeah. options or like so many times where he could just give Bam a nice little easy one, like on the diagonal of the zone, and he just will not. Or I don't know if he doesn't seize it or is not confident in himself to do it, but we're going to get him enrolled this summer. 
he has to. I mean, like, like we've talked about this a ton. Like, Goran used to be. I mean, he like Hassan is a lot of things, but a lob target he is. <laughs> yeah. And Goran would give it to poor Hassan at his ankle. <laughs> Goran's like, nah, I got this crisp bounce pass. What's this? <laughs> then D Wade comes, lob father season. That's like low key, like one of my favorite D Wade nicknames. Like lob father, like Dwayne gave himself a lot of shitty nicknames, like three. Uh, like Dwayne was okay. But father, like, Prime father, was father, father, Prime father Prime was dope. Father Prime was dope. Father Prime was dope. One. Lobfather, those are, I love those. Those, but those gee, you bring players. up a great point. How much do you think Hassan Whiteside hates Precious? It's like, damn, from day <laughs> from day one, Precious and Goran were just like in sync, like <laughs> connect. Damn. Do you remember like when when Goran like Hassan and Goran were getting along? Just remember Goran was like calling him Whitey. Remember, like they were having, they were taking a little Aha, Whitey. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like they were, it was all fun and games. And then, like, two weeks went by and that shit, honeymoon over. Fastest honeymoon I've ever seen. Uh, yo, shout out to Precious for last night. Love uh, him. That was honestly yes, like Eric Reed said that was his grittiest performance of the it season. Was. I know, I disagree. That the, the one against Philly was just, he was badass, like going up against Embiid, shorthanded. Okay. He was. was but this one. was like right there with it. Like, I, I think those are the two. I mean, the dude in, in limited minutes got benched, responded, played really hard, uh, was in the right spots. Um, I think he has, I think sometimes he lets stuff go through his hands. I thought he was a lot better about that. He was a lot more conscious. I think, I don't know, Tiff, uh, Siobhan, if it was you or Tiff that said they don't go to the ball, they wait for the ball to come to them. Like, particularly oh, with yeah, yeah, yeah. with no. passes. Oh, God, they do not meet passes at all. It's a whole lot of standing and, yeah, like letting the ball finish its journey to them it's not you know nearly enough meeting passes i thought precious was really good at that particular yesterday he was really active like looking yeah. for it involved um against a front line that by the way like john collins and Clint capella yeah fucking gave it to bam just gave it to the heat in general i mean the block the two hand blocks i mean up that, that shit was volleyball blocks john collins going up with two hands uh, like you know, credit to Precious against the trees to do that. Yeah. Um, like just he was awesome. Uh, it's it's good to see that, and and like part of that is Olenek. There's coming a point that you know he he's just like yesterday was not a good game for him, and, and the game before wasn't either. And and Precious has to be ready. Uh, <laughs> Chad saying uh shout out to Precioso, which by the way we have merch. We have Precioso merch. So good, so good. <laughs> Honestly, Gotta like get one I, of those. So I had that idea, like, I think, like, early. I think, like, very soon after draft night, I, I thought of Fabuloso because I, I, we, we, we are a Fabuloso household. And I saw the thing, and I, I looked, and I was like, Precioso, Fabuloso. I go, right, but there's, but, there's, but there's no correlation there. To, don't, don't listen none to, to, no, listen just, to uh, yeah, There's nothing there. There's nothing there. There's none. Nothing there. none. Yeah. I just thought the colors looked nice. Yeah. Like, yeah, it yeah, doesn't yeah. like a, a nice yeah. purple. No. It's great. It's the color of your uh, room. Like, it made perfect yeah. sense. Yeah, look, I have, I have the purple, I have the purple lights. Yeah. You know what I mean? We, we, there you go. we love yeah. to we see like it. Purple, yeah. Uh, how'd y'all feel that John Collins' tryout went? Uh, I thought it was a successful tryout. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he put a down payment on a South Beach property. Uh, <laughs> it was, it was, it was how many good. times in the broadcast did Eric Reed say from Palm Beach County? South Florida's own. <laughs> like, we get it, bro. We get it. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform 
with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need indeed. We got it. Trying to get in there. Is that on the company ledger? Like, oh, you gotta, gotta have her home. That my guy is from Palm Beach. Yeah, he oh. did a good job. I don't know. His his audition went well. It was uh, a shout at that guy over at Locked On. He said it was gonna be mid. <laughs> um, awesome. Alex Delilo Locked On Heat said he was mid in our group That's chat. High octane mid. But now, I don't know. He showed out. He showed out a little bit. Let's, great let's see like, how they game plan for him, though, on this next one. Yep. If, he, if, he do, if he does it again. Then it's an issue. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, then, then, then it's a problem. Then it's an issue. Chat's making fun of me for trying to get credit for creativity. You're damn right. Look, no one's perfect. Even the best baseball player strikes out when the bases are loaded. The best golfer sometimes three-putt with the tournament on the line. So if you feel like you're coming up short in the bedroom, it's perfectly okay. But if it's bothering you, there are options. Go get to roman.com slash heatbeat21 now. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your own home. A U.S. licensed healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan. If medication is appropriate, it ships to you for free with two-day shipping. And the whole process is discreet and straightforward. Get, getting started is simple. Go get to roman.com slash heatbeat21 and complete an online visit. Take care of your ED without leaving home. Complete the online visit today to connect with the doctor and take care of it. Go get to roman.com slash heatbeat21 to get $15 off your first month. Look, that's a straightforward way to take care of your ED. Get to roman.com slash heatbeat21. Go get started to save $15 on your first month of treatment. Hey, everybody. Before we get into today's pod, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about Blue Wire Hustle, a brand new program where you can host your very own podcast here on Blue Wire. Hustle was created to give everyone the opportunity to take your podcast to the next level. Or if you wanted to host a podcast and just don't know where to start, Hustle is the perfect place for you. As part of the program, you'll receive cover art, Q&As with Blue Wire's top podcasters, access to our community discord, and e-learning course filled with tips and tricks. On top of that, we'll get you show published to Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, and other listening platforms. And the best part is that you can get this all for $15 a month. That's the same rate that any other hosting site would just charge you for the initial setup. So whether you're starting from scratch or have an existing show that you want to grow, Hustle is an open door to your sports experience. Acceptance to the program is limited, so get your application in today. To apply, go to bwhustle.com join. Check out the description box for this episode to find out more that's bwhustle.com slash join 
Are y'all so Lloyd Pierce got fired? Um, which is like, I guess let's have a little conversation about that because I, I do want to talk about like the next game against Hawks. It it feels it feels unfair that like they've had a million injuries. Gallinari has like barely played for them. Uh, you know, Hunter just got hurt, right? Like they they just haven't they have not been healthy. And I think part of it, and I, I saw Chris Herring tweet about this as well. Like the Hawks were not ready to contend for a playoff spot. Mm-mm. And what the front office did was accelerate that process, yep. which in turn puts a lot of pressure on poor Lloyd Pierce, right? That a couple injuries don't go your way. You're a couple games under 500. You suffer a loss against the heat, which by the way, I mean like, whatever like they didn't have jimmy butler but i mean the, the team's been red hot right like I, I don't think the hawks did a ton that was bad i thought trey wasn't good and I, that was big reason why they were not winning that game but yeah i i, I don't know like it, it felt weird it felt icky and then the fact that nate mcmillan of all people is now going to be the interim which just put nate in a weird position well i mean we all know he's not going to last there and that's not even a shot at nate mcmillan it's just it's pretty obvious what the hawks are doing like they they I don't even know. Actually, you know what? I actually don't even understand it. Let me take that back because I have no idea if this guy's a good coach, but, but I know for damn How sure. Can anybody I know for damn sure they didn't chance. even give him a real chance. Exactly. And we did the same shit with, um, with Dwayne Casey. And it's like, yeah, I don't know. Like, and, and maybe it was Dwayne's time to go. Um, but like, I don't know. I just feel like guys are either successful and then they get fired or guys just have no patience. And there's like never an in-between. Yeah. And I don't know, like it, it felt Siobhan, it felt it felt weird. It felt icky. It just I, I don't understand. And then in the middle of a of it, not even they could have waited until, you know, until the break. I think I think you're correct. And like <clears throat> the their front office accelerated their timeline by a lot of the moves, like the the names and the just the money that they spent, you know, in the offseason. Um like they paid guys that Miami was looking at um, or that we were hoping to, to be able to get. So they, they were making, you know, those same type of win compete now moves. And it's not that, you know, they, truthfully, I haven't watched a lot of, I don't watch any other team really, really, but Miami and new Orleans. So I don't really know what I was going to say, what they got you but new that, Orleans, other that other good team. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think I think you're right. I think it is. It was a lot of just like it's a lot of unfair pressure considering what type of season this is, you know, injuries, COVID, all of this type of stuff to to just like give a guy the outs, you know, after, you know, kind of dumping all these heavy expectations on him, you know. It's, 24 it's, hours after Black History Month, too. You know, typical stuff. NBA type of when they want to be stupid. That that was the other part. And I was like, everyone on Twitter's pointing it out. And like, I'm not accusing the Hawks of doing that for that reason. Right. But right. I mean, you got <laughs> you gotta know, like, somebody in charge of PR. Like optics. Like, no. What are we doing? Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, can we wait a couple days until all-star break? Like, can we can we bury you like, know, just from a PR bury perspective? In, exactly. That was and so legitimately dumb. Lloyd Pierce is beloved in that community. Like he's done so much. And and with voting especially yeah look how they treat him <laughs> yeah i remember he was on a, a low post podcast earlier in the season and he was like big with the voting initiative and he did a lot of groundwork in that city um that legitimately turned two elections uh, you know like legitimately was the political epicenter of this country in a very trying time and Shout he was Atlanta. on the ground in during covid 
right? So it's like, it's not even a normal fucking year. Uh, yeah, shout out to Lloyd Pierce. Uh, it just sucks. And then Nate McMillan. So I'm kind of like, I think they're totally losing tomorrow because I think he's beloved by those players. And I saw that some of the players were like, we didn't even know. We found oh, yeah. out on Twitter. That's what it felt it's like. Just, it fucked up. It felt extremely I mean, like no one knew. Like, up. where the fuck did this come from? <laughs> like, imagine that your boss is like, oh, but you found out on Twitter. Oh, my coach, my coach is fired. Like, what? what? if you're a player, what do you do? Do you call like, your GM and be like, like, what hey, the hell is this? Does, does he get kicked out of like the team hotel now? Like, how does that work? Does he get to does he get to chill in Miami on on the on the boss's dime for a couple days? Yeah, that, that's, <laughs> how, that's does, how does that how does it work? Like, I'm sure that they expense meals and shit. Can you not expense meals at this point? Or? Yeah, that's weird. You're totally right, Moose. I never thought. I'm just worried if like he gets. Like, I'm worried if he gets back to his hotel and like the key doesn't work. He's like, what the fuck? Like I can't get in. The, the shoot, I think they fired him at shoot around or like in the morning meeting. They're gonna get back to the hotel and his his luggage is already like bell hopped. Fucking key doesn't work. <laughs> the key card is denied. The concierge already has it on the cart in the door. Mr. Pierce, uh, you're, <laughs> I'm sorry, but that's fucked up, man. I, I couldn't yeah, believe no, the players are though. So like, if you're the players, I imagine that you you play hard for the guy. Like you know, like especially with, with, with Nate taking over. Um, I don't know. Like, I, I kind of feel like they're gonna shoot lights out. It's an L. Like, just like from a basketball perspective, I'm like, this is like not good for the Heat. Like, especially if Jimmy's not gonna be there. No, I think it's another win. Let it go. You have the guts. I don't. I'm. I'm. I'm horrified. Are you talking? Uh, we're gonna just. We're gonna destroy them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I think we're gonna win. I'm glad that you guys have that confidence. I don't. Like, I. I like just from a from an X's and O standpoint. Like, is this Atlanta's last game before the break? I feel like they're just ready to get and just like, you know, fuck this game. It's they a just one, two, three, Cancun yes, situation. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so they have, they play today and then they play tomorrow. So they have a back-to-back. That's not fun. Oh, no, they don't. It's, it's on, okay, Wednesday. So, yeah. So today and Wednesday, they play the Magic on Wednesday. The Florida two-step. So they have one more game. Um, There's some separation in the sense. I mean, so they're at 11. Uh, mm-hmm. They are 14 and 20, and they're a whole. Let's see, the plan is I mean, this this whole damn play in thing, everyone's involved. They're two games out of the damn play in. Uh, so <laughs> that's there. That's there. <laughs> I got to be honest with you. I, I am this, this tracking it this season, I'm out on the playing game. I think it made sense for the bubble because it was a weird season, it got cut short. Throughout the course of 82, I don't like it. I think I think it's there's too many teams that aren't good that are in the mix. Like the fucking Wizards are right there. They're two games out of the play-in. Right? The Wizards have been horrible. The Wizards have been the Wizards were awful. The damn Magic are three games out, and the Cavs are three games out. Like only the Pistons were like nine and twenty-five. You know, are are not in it. I don't know. I, I'm totally out on that. I think it. I think it kind of sucks. I think that these and and then if you're a team like the Hornets, right, who are a good young team who are clearly building something special, you're at the fucking eight seed, horrified. And then you don't. And if you lose a one game sample, then you don't keep your lottery pick. Like get the fuck out of here. That's stupid. I don't like that. That 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 sucks for the eight seeds, for the eight and seven seeds that are like genuinely like you know playing well, and then you get like a damn. I don't know. If you, the Bulls are 10th and then they, you know, Zach Levine gets hot one day and you know, <laughs> sorry, LaMelo. 
Well, it never made sense. For, I don't think it made sense um, in the kind of, you know, in the fabric of this season from the jump. Like, why, why add more, I don't know, like work, weight, stress? Like, what is the, yes. for what? Yes. Um, and to your point about, you know, there being a bunch of teams who, you know, probably shouldn't be in, in it. I don't know that that's necessarily a function of the play in game, but that's, you know, that's that same East, East versus West coast conference, you know, conversation that's always had anyway, that the is and that's a different conversation. It is a different conversation, but the teams that you have mentioned, you know, as far as being trash or not as good, but still in the mix are, you know, your Eastern conference teams and they're going to stand to have, you know, probably worse records than your Western. So that I think it's a separate conversation exclusive of the plan, but I do think the plan is stupid. So like, I'm, I'm, actually, I'm actually against both of you guys on this one. Like, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think that you're necessarily wrong in the sense that like the, the play in thing is bullshit for 72 games. I think that's fair, but I think just if I'm to give like the average fans perspective, you know those last couple of games. That's going to be fun to watch, regardless of how shitty the teams are. Like it gives it gives more you know more shit for TV and all that. Like I understand why they do it, and I'm always someone that like I want all the, I want every single game in those last two weeks to be meaningful. So that's kind of what that is. I think the so if we're gonna like look at the positives, like I think one of the good things and like you know Tiff and Chat is saying it's about money. Of course, uh, Cartel- Cartelana saying it's all about yeah. money. What's up, Tiff? Uh, yeah, so that makes sense. And I think that part of it is uh, a built-in anti-tanking mechanism, right? So if you're these, you know, if you're the Bulls, right, you're just going to be like, I can mail it in, but, you know, I could try to win some games. And, you know, whatever, if I'm ninth or 10th, who cares, right? We're, we're trying. We have, a, we have a chance. I think it makes more sense when there are fans in the building. You know, I think for a team, you know, you, I don't fully know how the television sharing revenue works for playoff teams, but I know. You know, if, if you're a, if you're the Bulls, you know, OK, I, I want some fans in the stands for the playoffs. Yeah. You know, we have an exciting player in Zach Levine. And if you're the Wizards, same thing. It's like the Hornets. Bradley Beal and Westbrook. Yeah, the Knicks. Exactly. Ah, fuck no. the, Knicks. the Hornets. The Hornets. <laughs> That's good for a young team. And you get I mean, like for them, I think it makes more sense because like, OK, they're they're doing this organically. Right. Like, I know that they signed Gordon Hayward, but yeah. I mean, they're like legit, like really like pretty like I know they're a, a game below 500, but like a pretty good team. Yeah. Mello. Yeah. You know, uh, on the West, you know, it, it, you have the Pelicans at, at 11, two and a half games out of the play in and then the Thunder three games out of the play. in so that's a little more spread out. But like still like the, the Thunder haven't been good this season and the Pelicans sorry, Siobhan, they've, they've struggled. Right. They've, you know, first year head coach. It's, it's been uh, surprising. It's been struggling. And then we heat see them on Wednesday. Uh, but Zion's really kicked it up. So, yeah, I don't know. Playing. I'm kind of out. Also, like as a as a team that like. This tends to be in the trade market. It's kind of annoying because every team is fucking in it, so nobody wants to sell. I was like, damn it, just sell yeah. your bad players. Just sell your players to us. We need them. We need help. Reinforcements. Uh, Kings, by the That's way, fair. one and nine in their last 10. Hey. Harry B, looking pretty good. I'm just saying, if the Kings <laughs> want to sell, I listen, I'm just saying, there's, there's some availability there. I like that. <laughs> just saying, just keep an eye on what's going on in Sacramento. Um, so looking, looking ahead of tomorrow, Heat Hawks, I thought Siobhan, the traps on, um, on Trey Young were interesting because he's seen traps all year mm-hmm. and teams have done that and done. And they're like, okay, we're just going to take the ball out of your hands. And he's led the league in hockey assists. 
secondary assist. He's been really good at beating them. He sees them early. And what he does a lot is his guy will come screen and he'll slip and they run a bunch of fun action or motherfucker pulls up from the logo. Right. And that's just in his bag. And like, really, like, you're never going to get a good contest on that. Because why would you jump out at that on the low, right? Mm-hmm. If he's going to hit that, you know, as a defender, Moose, you're laughing. It's like, yeah, fine. You're no, not- I'm laughing, but I also, like, I wish I just had that that game and confidence, like, <laughs> just from the logo. Oh, did, you see, <laughs> did you guys see LeBron pulled up from the logo? Left, yes. They're playing the Warriors. Yeah. And he hit it. And I was like, he did that for one and one reason and one reason only. I mean, yeah, he's been a- doing that, though. Or yeah, but he to. wanted to do it against Steph. Of course. I think he's, he's, yo, he's he knows exactly funny. what he's doing. Yeah. Did you see he Steph's comments so after the game? Did he's you see Steph's petty. comments after the game? Mm-mm. Oh my God, hold on. They were hilarious. <laughs> he, he, he's like, he's talking about, you know, oh, uh, teams want to still beat us really bad. They still have memories from us the last five years. Oh, shit. <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> the person they're playing. I'm like, Steph will not take that out. That is fantastic. I love it, dude. He's great. He has a little mean in him. He's, he's like all cute and shit, but he has a little mean in him. He's a little asshole. No, <laughs> like CP3 Very gets that rep. So. But no, because like, he Steph's is. Like, I love him, though. Yeah. I love him. He's a dick, but I love him. He's the best. <laughs> um, So kind of looking, kind of looking. So I, I think the Heat are going to stick to that kind of game plan against the Hawks. I think kind of that's what they've been doing against guards. They just they 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 really don't trust none and Tyler and Goran to stay in front of dudes. Trap, recover, kind of send help. I think the help's been good. I thought the defense held up surprisingly well without Jimmy. Uh mm-hmm. Savannah, what do you think they're gonna do with Collins? Cause that became a problem when they put him in pick and roll, especially when Bam was an on ball defender on that. They had no help. I don't know what the answer is. That that's kind of a problem that I don't know the solution to. Well, I feel like there's no one else really on that team. Like Gallo, Gallo's going to give you a bunch of impactful points, but maybe John and, you know, Trey aside, I don't know that there's anyone else that's really going to be the ones <clears throat> to, to necessarily be the individual to kill you. So, right. And so I, I guess, I don't know, you, you stick with the game plan of not letting it be the, the Trey minutes that, that are the ones that kill you. And maybe you just let John uh, play in space, let Bam, you know, face him up. Yeah, I, I, I don't really know. But um, it, it did become, it, it did start to become a problem uh, operating in that, you know, middle of the floor area. So uh, I don't know, they got to figure it out. Because like, you could put Andre on him, right? And But now you have a smaller dude on John Collins who is a more willing guy to, to post him up. And, I think ultimately, if you get a John Collins post up in an offense that has Trey Young, that's a win. I think that's a. I think that's mostly a win, but also, you know, Andre's given up, you know, quite a bit of size there, and you know you're gonna have to send help. So, and, and they do have shooters. So there's, I have some trepidation about that. I think that's not a matchup for KO, which is kind of weird because you'd think that, you know, a, a team of two bigs would be a little bit better for him. Mm-hmm. But. It's a different type of big. John Collins is far too athletic to be a good match over for KO. I think that's a, I Preach. think that really shows you kind of their limitations on that end with him. Yeah. With it's like, they just need a guy who can just def- like defend it. I think KO has been like pretty fine defensively, but 
he just doesn't have that extra gear and i think that they're they have some limitations and and mostly they're fine yeah. i think that their switching has been good i think that and i think that's why we saw kz because they they recognized that and they said okay well we're going to need to put a little more mobility despite his mm-hmm. glitches um, <laughs> uh funny we have not seen uh tiff's boy mo harkless back moose he's just been why banished. would why is that no that's great that's amazing I mean, that's that's I what mean, we want dude, the dude was brought here to be the starting small forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, 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 fuck him. I don't, I don't, I don't want to see him. Straight up, <laughs> nowhere to be found. Yeah, that's fine with me. That that's fine. Me too. Literally, me like too. just let him stay home. He doesn't even have to come in. Work from home. Just zoom in. <laughs> Work zoom from in. Home. We'll put the we'll put the little phone on the bench. You can do like, <laughs> high fives right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't want you anywhere near this scene. Stay away. <laughs> can we talk about how like in a roundabout way we got the KZ minutes over Moharkless minutes? Like we got, he beat got the win on that. It, it happened in a weird way. It's not like it's not like Casey's playing a lot. I'm not taking that victory. I mean, we I, we got to take it. It's all it's always. Siobhan's like, I, I'm not associated with this. Like, <laughs> no, I mean, I, I don't know. On the pregame show, shit. This, this, that was a whole month of programming for us. I mean, Casey turns out to be a better option. I, I think I felt that way from the beginning. I felt like, yeah, his glitches were, you know, a lot of those there. But I think he offers you incrementally more than Mo does. I I can't believe how bad he's been. Like, he was a functional NBA player, and he's just not. <laughs> that shit just went fast. Like, how, like, let's be honest with you. Like, how often does that happen that you're just a dude that's, like, playing, like, reasonably well? And then all of a sudden, like, he's legit on. I mean, he was unplayable for a team that couldn't win a fucking game. I, I think the only other time that I saw that was in the movie Space Jam. That's basically it. But that that is that is what's happening to Mo Harkless right now. But who would want to steal Mo Harkless's talent? <laughs> <laughs> like who, who's like him? I, I, want, I want that. I want the ability to not shoot. Man, 2.1 points per game? Shit. Sit at the end of the bench. Rebounds? <laughs> Give me them cornrows. Yep. I mean, I Those think ones. Siobhan, I think you can out. More Harkless's thing is averaging like 1.2 rebounds. Don't do that. I think Don't. you would out rebound more Harkless. I think so. Like, that's. <laughs> I, I can get you one. I promise you, I can get you an NBA rebound. I think I I feel like, at least by sheer power of will. I'm trying to think of out. scenarios like long rebounds, hard break off the back iron. I'm long. Yeah, I can get you one. Those look like the hardest ones to get. The, the those like off the threes that like bounce out because like when you're under the basket, you know you you have a timing, right? So like you're 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 expecting the bounce. I think you know you you know when that bounces like that fucking weird acute angle from the rim and and that's like that looks and that's I think where the Heat have struggled rebounding, but. I don't know. Those look hard. That was just a that was a very random aside. No, nah, if you're stationary and you're like rebounding motion, you're probably. Like you can't already be planted before you see where the shot is coming from. Like you can't make up your mind where you think it's going to go. You got to be aware of where it's coming from and like force angle. It's, it's, I don't know. I guess it's hard. I think it's okay. fun. So, <laughs> uh, Cause you know, we have to give a little bit of Mohark. Uh, one last piece of Mohark Lysander on our way out. Oh. Mo on the season has 12 points, 12 fouls, uh, seven assists. Sounds high. More probably more than Hassan this year. Nine total rebounds. So he has nine rebounds in ten games. Um, he has four field goals. 
how many how many three point he has he's made four four threes does he still he does not have a two point field goal this year he's zero for two from two <laughs> so Mo Harkless is shooting zero percent from two this year still fifty uh, percent three point shooter though he's four of eight I'm stunned that he's four of eight stunned and uh, those are his points so say but twelve points twelve fouls no two point field goals that is like a fucking calamity. That's what thirteen million get you. <laughs> they look, yo. Know, these people are like, ah, we can replace <laughs> Jay Crowder. We could, we got oh, this. Young DJ oh, who needs him? God, Derek would be so helpful here. God, and I'm not a Derek Derek. fan. DJ J is exactly what we need right now, though. I, I mean, really, we need long, we need length. Yep, rangy, athletic, good motor, great motor. My, didn't mind playing defense. Understood his like offensive limitations. I think yeah, Derek fucking would played. Help. He yeah. would give them kind of a vertical spacing, which I think they've replicated with Precious because off the bench, like Derek lately. Lately, they've been getting that. I I don't mind. Like, I, obviously, he'd be. I don't think he would be. I think he would play a little bit, but I, I think he'd probably play in those like KO at center lineups, and they'd yeah. probably use a little less Andre, uh, which would be fine. But like, I don't. I think a lot of fans blame them for letting him walk. I I don't. Oh, no, you can't. You knew he was going to get paid. Like, everyone, we all went into yeah. the offseason fully expecting him to get paid, and I'm yeah. rooting for him. I, he's yeah. been great in Portland. He's been really yeah. helpful. Love that guy. Yes, he has. He's been fun to watch. And Dame is obviously a guy that you want to be with. Like, that That guy. That guy is Culture West. Absolutely. Like, <laughs> cool. Culture for real. West. Yeah. Yeah. That's how you know Hassan's fuck, because, like, Dame. <laughs> <laughs> like, Hassan was here and with Lillard. <laughs> And if, if you, man, if you yeah. don't work in either place, like, that's a wrap. <laughs> Great Maybe the Spurs and that's it. That's, that's, that's the trifecta. Uh, Spurs won't touch it. No, no. Well, Le- I mean, I think the Lakers might. I think, I think if. if oh, he's, if, he's going to end up with the Lakers. Le- LeBron's honestly, been trying. LeBron's been recruiting him for years. He has good. Okay. I've said this forever, Moose. I think, and like, I, I have a long history with Tyler Johnson and hating Tyler Johnson's <laughs> contract. I think that Tyler is a perfect guard for LeBron. Good hands, plays defense, goes to the basket hard. I can see that. Log, I, I can see good that. Shooter defends. Hassan is also a great big. Hassan's hands are great. Hassan has awesome hands. He, did have he has hands. soft touch. He's just a little bit of a dumbass. But he yeah, has exactly. I think that's that's the statistical basketball. analysis. He's just an idiot. <laughs> I think he has good instinct. I think he like he legitimately like has feel for the game. You know, I mean, okay, for, you just, for block shots and rebounding, yes. Like no, that, that is a legitimate touch. The, I mean that you can't teach that. He has good hands. I think he's he's generally in okay spots, despite kind of everything else that he does work against it. Siobhan looks like now, I'm not giving him that much because for all of that good, like he just wouldn't. Oh God, God, Hassan Whiteside is one of my most least favorite players in the entire NBA. I got like a top three, and he's in there because like he just wouldn't give you like he got oh the whole story of Hassan like got the money and then just started to shit the bed like all that motor all that went away like what good is the touch the finesse the this or that if you're not you're right. willing to like display that shit every night I cannot stand Hassan. Imagine if Precious had Hassan size. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's it. Yeah. That's what we need. Uh, Backup center yeah. for the Kings. Oh, just a pair of shoulders. Savage. 
Uh, Schmidt in chat says Harkless and Myers have had 22 points total this season. Struess had 21 points in a single game. It's funny. Shout out shoes. Uh, Mr. Fourth Quarter. Mm-mm, too much. Uh, so I don't know where we're all. <laughs> Let me tell you, the broadcast this season has been really funny. I know that Spawn, you don't always watch it because you watch uh, you you watch out of state, but uh, between the karate calling everything situation. Eric slandering people, and mm-hmm. then with the what did he, uh, what Moose, what did he say? Press, press, yeah, what was the thing that he uh, said? Precious, yes, 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 precious, yes, yes. He's he's um, just given up, <laughs> he's just he's no, just I like precious, sending- yes, yes, I like uh, precious, yes, yes, I like it, I like it. Uh, I'm happy for him, but yeah, the broadcast has been something, let me tell you. Uh, I miss, I miss Tony a lot. I miss Tony when they would do like that back game zone. the other day. When Jimmy Butler didn't know where to back tap, where was Tony to explain? <laughs> where? Mm. Looking at know. stats. Looking at stats. <laughs> and with that, uh, I think we'll leave y'all. We're running on time. We want to get y'all to your to your dinners and uh, your basketball games. I think the Pelic- Pelicans play soon, right? Yep. We have games tonight, 8 o'clock. Uh, we appreciate all y'all support. Remember to subscribe to the podcast feed. Leave a review, please. It helps us a lot, like a lot, like mm-hmm, a lot. Mm-hmm. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna be out here begging. Like my job is like a beggar, right? Like Hangover Time and Alf and Siobhan and Tiff and Moose and Solana and Brass. Everybody uplifts me. Joey. My job here is to beg, <laughs> to subscribe to our pod feed, to uh, to subscribe to our YouTube channel, to follow the Twitch account, to follow us on Instagram at miheepy. If you're not following us on Twitter, what are you doing? At MIA Heapy on Twitter. At MIA Heapy uh, at Stream B Pod. Yes, what Stream B moves? Tell people what Stream B is before we get Stream out. Stream B. Uh, <laughs> it is a, I don't even know why I did the drip drop. <laughs> Let me uh, get a stream. <laughs> Uh, we talk movies and TV. Uh, we're we're getting ready for the WandaVision finale this week. Where where Frankie and I are working on uh, trying to deliver something really really cool for you guys this weekend. But catch up. We got. Four episodes up now. The great Tiffany Meeks has joined us. Uh, I Can Be Your Heroes joined us. Shaban is going is to join us later this year. Yep. G is going to join us for an anime episode that I'm probably going to sit out. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> uh, make sure y'all check it out. Stream we should Beat. do a movie club. We should do a movie club. We should all pick a movie and watch it together. And then come we back have it. It's called Stream Beat. Stream Beat. That's- what the no, fuck? I know, but for the anime one. For the anime one. We <laughs> no, all, no, we no, all, no, we'll no. We don't. No, yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> You're not involved in this. Don't get handsy. <laughs> An anime club, do it. Why I not? do it. I do group. I've said it. I do. I every Saturday and every Tuesday, I do a group watch with my friends. We all have a show that we watch together That's and cool. then we discuss. It's really fun. That's what we do during quarantine because I I don't go out. I'm scared. The world scares me. Yeah. I want to go to games, and I was like, no yeah. way. That's I don't want to die. I, I, my mom needs that second dose. We're almost there. <laughs> so subscribe to Stream Beat. Uh, Siobhan, where can people follow you on Twitter? Uh, we got we got to push our Twitter accounts more. Gray Gray Matter. That's where I'm at. Spell that. G-R-8 G-R-E-Y M-A-T-T-E-R Moose? At Alex Musabai. And yeah, good luck spelling that. Just look it up on the Miami Heat page. Just look it up. We're, we'll, we'll, leave, we'll leave it in the podcast <laughs> description. If you're not following our people, what are you, what are you doing? Uh, we wish you a good night. I'm Mark Chapman. Welcome to the Planet Premier League podcast. 
Each week, Cesc Fabregas, Nader Manua and myself talk all things Premier League. As a player, you don't have time to talk. No. You don't have time to make a plan. You just need to deal with wave after wave after wave. We watched Coach Carter and he said, oh, afterwards, the game's just about doing this for your teammates. And I remember looking around halfway through the film and half the squad was asleep. <laughs> Planet Premier League. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.